I'm here with Trucker G. How are you doing, sir? Stan Blade. Stan Blade. What Always you, a pleasure. What are you actually drinking there? Right, well, I would actually go and get the pan. In fact, do you know what? I've got the empty right next to me. So, you know you get Stella Artois? Yes. Well, this is Stella Off Wish. Okay. It's um, called Saint Etienne. So if you go to Aldi's, they have yeah, other versions, brands. It's good. I used to get the one in um, Lidl, which is probably the same, isn't it? I used to get so, four-pack for like 2 79 I think. Wow. Yeah, two quid. Two quid for four beers. So me being me, if I'm not getting four. I'll get about 24. <laughs> and I, I, always, I normally get eight, but that's normally a bit too much for me. But then I'd rather have six. I think six for me is a nice amount. See, if you get the right amount of beers, see me, I always try and excuse myself and I go, oh, I don't need four, I'll get a crate. So that means sometimes I think I've got to drink more. But if I give myself eight or six, I know I've got to go to bed and I can't drink anymore. But yeah. sometimes I know in my head I'm going to want more. And this is sometimes where my problem lies, where I don't know when to stop. Yeah, I used to drink in big bottles of Strongbow and I'd get three of them and that would yeah. be this normally. And then I'll be on the third bottle and I'll be like drunk and I'd still like try and finish them all. Well, I'd just tip it away. Wouldn't. Yeah, we used to drink Frosty Jacks. Do you heard of that when you're younger? Yeah, and White Lightning. Yeah, we used to call it six litres for a fiver. You get on top of me and you become a rider. <laughs> Mate, that drink is disgusting looking like white lightning and all It tastes like cider and sick in stigma. I, I remember we used to drink it and we used to just down the first bit and then put blackcurrant on top mm. and then do spin around, spin around and uh, just fucking just get absolutely steaming. Camp out, say you stay at your mate's house, but just camp out and then just get wrecked. And then you could go again the next day because he was young. So didn't matter. Yeah, we used to drink Lambrini as well. <laughs> oh, mate, that is that. I didn't, I, I don't think that was too bad of a taste. I mean, I've not tried it since. It I might think good. differently now. It's considered a bit of a girly drink. I remember me and my mates used to drink bottles of that, and they had another one called Cassini, which was yeah, like $1.99 for a massive fucking bottle. It was all about how much... It wasn't always about the taste back then because the money is limited, isn't it, when you're younger. It was yeah. all about how much how much alcohol can I consume? Yeah. I don't care about the taste. And then enough for a bag of chips on the way home if it was still open. Yeah, MD 2020, if you had a bit... Oh, I don't mind that now. If you a bit flush. No, that's it. I, I never... When everyone goes back to saying Mad Dog 2020, I said, well, I never had that because I think I'd have a fiver. I was one of them kids that wasn't flush. Yeah. So I'd have cider or go ask me mates and I might get chips and curry on the way home or chips and gravy on the way home. Yeah. Couldn't, MD 2020 was a five or six quid. You know, you had to be fucking living on the posh estate for that. Remember the hooch? Yeah. The I, I don't mind that now still. <laughs> mate, the sugar in them things is mental, isn't it? Looking yeah, up. mate, it give you heartburn now. It's like one of them fucking cans of Monster, isn't it? Yeah. I had a bottle full of, of it. Um, Captain Morgan last night. I don't really like the Spice Rum, but the Spice Rum always seems to be on offer. So I just... Mate, well, well on my lap, we were on the holiday with the kids and um, 
you know, you go through duty free. And Mamis was like, don't buy that, don't buy that. You'll get it all inclusive. But I find all inclusive rums are not the same. So I bought the spiced rum and then like this golden spice rum. And I went down to the bar every night with my own bottle. And everyone's looking at me like, mate, you are crazy alcoholic or something. I was like, no, I don't want no watered down shit. I want full on. So obviously, mate, I was tanking them bottles all night. As you do. How's your, you got a face tap night, yeah? Yeah, mate, I love it. Do you know what? First, people, when I come back home, people was like, can you get it removed? I says, no, I've even booked in. I've got more on my arms getting booked. They fill the gaps there. I've got uh, two full day sessions and I'm one in one on the back of my head to join the one with the roses there. Yeah. I'm not sure what, but I, I, really, I just love it, mate. I just fucking, all these people that sit there and go, oh, what's going to look, when you, what are you going to do when you look old? If I get to looking old, I'll be grateful for being alive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So what? When I, I moved to painting in Devon, where my mum lives, about five years ago, I didn't know anyone. Yeah, I worked down there. Yeah, I didn't know anyone apart from my mum. So I joined Tinder, just a series about... Standard. <laughs> and I just never got any matches on it. It was absolutely dead. I, didn't, I wasn't on TikTok then, so I didn't have any following anywhere. And it was just dead as fuck. And then I got all my face tattoos and my neck tattoo and I put new pictures on my Tinder with my hands tattooed as well. And it just went... Mental. Yeah. Mate, <laughs> these, these girls, they say like, Oh, I, I want stability, I want stability. But you, as soon as you show them a guy that's got a criminal background with a face tattoo or a neck tattoo, they just start creaming. So it's like, what do you want, girls? Do you want this nice, nice guy who's going to treat you good or do you want a dickhead? I mean, associating, they're so, I'm just associating those guys with face tattoos. We've all got a bit of fucking, you know, but yeah. you know how it is, man. Yeah, this one, I got it about five years ago. But my friend nah, I like it. freshened it up when I got these little ones. But every yeah. time I go on TikTok live, everyone's like, oh, you want to be Post Malone? And I was like, got my tattoos done before, ages before these boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. No, I mean, some people, the ones that judge this shit are the ones that, mate, you got to live outside. My old man used to say to me, he goes, oh, you, like when I first started getting me out full tribal before I joined the army, and he was like, you won't, you won't get a job like that. And I was like, what, what job do you think I'm going to do? do you, I'm not going to be, I mean, nowadays everyone gets tattoos everywhere, but back in the day, you remember, you couldn't, people would frown upon you for looking at certain jobs. Yeah. And I just think, mate, I'm not, I'll truck, I drive trucks. If you don't want me to deliver your stock because of the fat tattoos, then that's your yeah. problem. I remember years ago, I was, went for a job at McDonald's when I was young and I had a few tattoos on my arms and I was like, if you get the job, you don't have, have to wear a tuber grip, but bandage. Do you know what? I was going to say that. I was going to say that to you. Because when I worked at Mackey's, I had a mate. I worked at Winnick Road McDonald's. Very, very busy. One of my first jobs. And for those that's worked at Mackey's and stuff, people say, I met some of the best mates I've ever been with. They had the best laughs. We used to just fuck around all the time. You know, like we used to close before 11 o'clock. And at 5 to 11, they say, just cook to order. Well, me being a fat bastard, I'd go and cook like four Big Macs. And they'd be like, why did you cook that? Oh, I thought maybe somebody was going to, you know, order it, but he didn't. But my mate, he was really good at his job. He was called Bob. And he had a neck tattoo called Bob. But he wouldn't promote him based on that. Yeah. Because of him, he wouldn't want him in, near the tills. And he just you, put him in the kitchen. Have you seen the new McDonald's advert? There's like an emo girl doing the, on a McDonald's advert. She's like an emo. Yeah. She's got weird colour there, loads of tattoos, and she's doing, like, 
some chicken. So it's mad that now they're promoting it, but yeah. years ago there was just against it. It's, it just goes with the times, isn't it? I suppose. But it's yeah. mad that we had that thought and trade before them. I don't know what it was like with the police, but see policemen loads of toes now. I'm sure that was frowned upon as well, probably back in the Well, day. no, mate. It, when when I was in my army training, I had, um, you can't see it now, but it's covered up from my hand tattoo. But below it, I had a bit of tattoo on my hand. And before I got posted to Germany, I was in Blanford, which you're from down that area, aren't you? It's like Dorset. It's Dorset. It's a bit north from where you are. Yeah. Um, not far from Bournemouth. Yeah. And you wasn't allowed a hand tattoo at that time or a neck tattoo. But I just went and fucking got done it, done it. Because I knew apparently the rules were changing. I just was like, so yeah. something about me just like rebelling a little bit. And I just thought, fuck it. But then the rules changed, so no one did anything. Yeah. When I went to get my face tattoo five years ago, I went to four different shops because they wouldn't do my face or my hands. Yeah. Well, that's it. When I went on holiday, I, I wanted, me and my missus, we were steaming, right? So we went, let's go get a tattoo each. And we originally, asked, she was going to get D for me, and I was going to get N for her, and she got hers on her arm. And I said, yeah, and I said, go on. I'll put it, and I did it TikTok Live, I think. Um, no, I did. And then I said, no, put N there. And he was like, no, 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 I can't do it. I said, look, trust me, mate. I want it. I want it. I want it bad. And um, he did it, and he goes, like, he charged me an extra 20 fucking euros or something. And I was like, Right, how does that make any difference? We're yeah, still tapping the same thing, but I can understand. They do charge you more money as well on your face sometimes. I don't really get that. I think hand. it's because they know you want, you must desperately want it if you want it on your hand, on your face. You, you know you want it. You know what I mean? Yeah, my hands, I had to keep going. He said, if it doesn't stay in, come back and you fill it in. It doesn't really stay in your hands very well. And that's well, that's it. It's like, you can see that. Mine's faded there because of the skin. Yeah, because of the skin there. Four times he done mine. Really. What about your fingers? Your fingers good? Yeah, that's what I mean. My fingers. I've done them four times. That's See, cute. I've got N there as well, but I can't get them there because it's, I've got this weird thing, right, Stan? I don't know about you, but when I get anxious, mm. I don't really tell many people about this, but now that we're on it, fuck it. And my missus knows. I like bite. I don't even I bite my hand. So I've got dead skin, like there and there. And somebody, yeah. we can't see it because of the flashlight, but... Someone once said it to me, it was like, it's anxiety. And I said, well, sometimes when I'm stressed, I can bite my hand, bite. No, I don't ever do it in public. It's a bit weird. I was fucking turning away and bite myself, like, because it's a pain relief. Yeah. And only until I get a bit, like, clued up on things, I'm like, maybe it is, but I don't know. I can't tattoo that anyway, long story short, because it's fucking, uh, it's, it's fucked. Yeah, I see what you mean. So, that'll be done. Right, you I, that'll be done. Can I, I, um, can I get another beer? Yeah, Can yeah, I get yeah. another beer in the meantime? Yeah. Hold the thought. But no, I'm here, I'm listening, and I want to be very transparent and honest um, with regards to it. But I'm going to try this first ever beer. I've never tried it. I don't know about you. You must have seen it. You must have seen it. You've definitely seen it, brother. Newcastle Brown. No, I've never tried it. What do you think? Have you ever tried it? I wouldn't like that. But I don't like it. Is, is it lager? Isn't that like an ale? Well, I think that's why maybe I might not like it. Usually, you open your cans like bottles like that as well, don't you? Um, Fuck it, I drink out of the bottle. I can do, but I try not to. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> you just dump pegs when I was a kid. Yeah. What does it say? That's not like bad. A, is that an ale? Newcastle Brown Ale. Yeah. Hey, what is the difference between ale and a beer then? 
it's like a bitter or something or I don't know, but if you think about Stella and Foster's and Carlin and all that, they're lagers, aren't they? See, yeah. We always call them a beer, but they're not actually beer. No, I was thinking that because they're a little German, isn't it? Beer's slightly yeah. different. An actual proper beer, an ale, I don't like it at all. I think beer's stronger, isn't it? It's, it's got a more acquired taste. You've read that Ho Garden white beer. Oh, yeah. I think it's like it's disgusting. But I like I like a lager. I did like ale because you go in the Weber Street, you get like a pint of ale for like 99 p. You get pissed at yeah, you. Get, <laughs> you get a good cheap deal and you get a good cheap deal and fucking um. What are you on Desperados? Yeah. Um. You've got a tequila in that, isn't it? Tequila in yeah, five point nine, pretty strong for a beer. See, that's it's good though, mate. That's it. I get. I can't drink that all night though. It does. It um. It's got a sweet, quiet taste to it that maybe I think, not say sickly. Yeah, they do cans. Well, they didn't have any cans, but they started doing cans now. But uh, go on, we'll, we'll speak about Mr. Mr. Oh, yeah. um... See, I used to be mates with him. I can't go into too much detail because it's a weird one. When we fell out with yeah about Whitney from EastEnders, like I've. I'm an absolute EastEnders nut and I've fancied Whitney yeah. for years. So when I made... Hey, don't blame TikTok, you, mate. And she kept coming in my live on TikTok with that and I was like making her laugh and that and flirting with her and I was like, this is really fucking weird and surreal. But uh, we just yeah. become friends like and um, Bobby then kept going, get her to head me, get her to head me. And eventually she added him anyway and then... <laughs> They fell out with whatever happened, and I sort of like made a joke about it, like I always do. And she fucking yeah. blocked me, and she followed, but she followed me on Instagram, and I messaged her on Instagram. I was like, "Why did you block me?" And she said, "Because you were saying to Derby Dan, you're going to get the scoop on the podcast about what happened and all that." And I was like, "Well, I was just joking. I didn't know this. I didn't know like what, why they'd fallen out. It's just I didn't know it was that bad. Mm. You know I mean, I didn't know she was that upset." Um, and she told me what happened and he was just, he went to the Sun newspaper. So everyone was feeling sorry for him. So, and he was the one that contacted the Sun newspaper, I found out, yeah, yeah. I believe. And then he was getting stressed about all the drama. And I was like, you're loving it, you're lapping it up. And yeah, he created it. Yeah, he was on live with Andy Wally. This is when I was friends with him. And Andy Wally was going mental. And I was in the comments, and I can't remember what I said, but it was just making everyone laugh. And I just put a screen recording up on my on my um, TikTok. And then he had a guy at me, he was like, I don't need all this. You're meant to be my mate, screenshot me. And I was like, I was joking, and you fucking love it. And we ended up falling out, and she unblocked me, and I said I wouldn't talk about her to him about Not fair one. Do you know what I mean? And then that was Well, that's that. what I mean. I remember... I remember, remember when he'd done the video and I was laughing with you about it in personal messages, don't I, when I said, there's a while about now, and I'd say, I'm looking, like, as soon as, like, me personally, I'll go on to meeting him in a minute, but no further action, it doesn't mean you're innocent. It just means, um, right, you've not actually, the person probably has got bigger fish to fry. It's not, it's not in their interest to do with it. They probably said, look, tell the guy to back off and that'll be it. We'll try to drop the charges. And then he comes flying on the camera. Like, oh, literally, mate, Stan, listen. He must have pressed, he was all that angry. He must have gone, ran home, set up his phone, set up his light, 
still been angry, bear in mind, charged his phone, turned TikTok on, done a video, then pressed play and gone, I'm looking at Stan Blade now. I'm looking at Dorman Pleat and be flipping Wolle. You know what I mean? And then and he wants apologies off you all. For what? Yeah, I know. And then what? all these women in the comments are going, yeah, you should apologise. And I was like, it just means they haven't got enough evidence or they can't, someone can't be asked. <laughs> can't be asked. Can't be asked. Like she Where's it going to go, mate? Where's it going to go? I mean, she pushes it all the way. She's big time, isn't she? She's got things that she's not sitting on. No offence to Darby Dan and stuff. He, he has got his life on TikTok where he'll sit on it and he'll be interested. She's got a career. You know, she has to go away from her career all the time to go and do this. Checking her agent's going to be going, really, do we really need this? Do we just fucking nip it in the yeah, butt? Yeah, she got way too involved. And I'm still friends with her on Instagram, but we don't really speak anymore. And it's a shame because I think she, after all that shit, she just doesn't want, she just can't get yeah, she doesn't want anyone on TikTok. Because she's probably been told, maybe. maybe. She's not a professional person and she's getting involved in all this fucking TikTok drives. It was absolutely meant. It was proper surreal. Well, then people, to be honest, Dan, at the, at people were first... saying that she was using him for clout. Whitney from Flinders. <laughs> That's what people... She has enough. She has enough. Climate. She's got a fan base. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, mate, one thing at the first time, look, I'm, one fault of mine is on TikTok is when I've seen things in the past, and I've learned, because I think I've not been used to social media, I've learned, instead of jumping to the gun, learn what's going on first. And at the first instance, I seen them two live all the time. And they was like making up friends' stories. And I thought, yeah, it's something going on between them two. And the way he used to look at her, not the way she looked at him. Yeah. He looked at her a little bit. He was, and his tongue was still hanging at his head. Hanging at his head. And anyone that said anything derogatory towards him, her, he was jumping on. I was like, she's big enough because she stick up for himself. You know what I mean? And um, so I did a video once, as soon as, and this is why David unfollowed me. And he was like, respect. Because I, I just looked into it in insight and I only seen, you see what you see on your FYP. And I've seen things in favour of him. And it was, I was like, oh, actually, he hasn't done all this. Because maybe the paper might have said he's been stalking. They forgot to mention that he was live every night. Fair enough. But it doesn't excuse what he did. Yeah. And, and I stuck up for him. And as I got a bit more into it, um, I was thinking, hmm, the girls don't usually, maybe they was friends. She friend-zoned him. And then all of a sudden, she went live with somebody else or didn't contact with him for so much. And then he's gone, drunk one night and started hounding her. She's like, whoa, back off. Yeah. Back off, mate. I think that was a problem. There were so many people saying, oh, well, she went live with him every night. And I was saying, it doesn't matter if she went live with him every night and she FaceTimed him every night. Even if she had fucking phone sex with him, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he was, mate, he's not allowed near Wolford, so I've heard. He, he was saying that he was going to go down to her work and he was going to tell them that she took cocaine and all this shit. Like, Fucking hell, man. Listen, matter. every single... Every, I hate that, mate. That's one thing I do hate. I've known that from the army, which we touched on another time as well. And the same with TikTok. People go, I know you do sniff and stuff like that, mate. You go, all you got to do is go to your average pub and you look in the toilet. Every single... Not every single. I'm not saying everyone. So many people do it. But the minute you're on these TikTok and stuff like that, if they hear about you doing it, they want to ring up the social. They want to ring up this. Listen, if I was to go do some Charlie in a, in a pub toilet and someone on TikTok found out about it and they knew where I lived, they'd bring the social on me because they'd be like, oh, he's a bad dad. Is, are you a bad dad for doing it? Are you a bad dad for having a dibble-dabble on a Friday night? And then, yeah. if you're not, you know what I mean? It's a tough question, but it's, don't think it's worthy of the social getting involved. 
or ringing your work up. About. Have you seen that girl with the massive eyebrows? They're literally not that big. Manly's missus. I don't know if she's mucking around or whatever. They're literally painted on that big eyebrows. Yeah. She's in all all over Facebook and all these blogs and that saying that people are threatening her of social services because she takes her baby down the shop with these massive eyebrows. I don't know yeah. if she thinks it looks good or whether she's taking a piss or and doing an act. Do you know what I mean? But either way, like, why does her makeup affect her parenting? No, exactly. Why does it? Look, it's like some people, the, the stigma with prejudice in the today's world is so bad. Look, at, we were just on about it with tattoos. If you've got a tattoo, it doesn't mean you can, you, you're not going to be good at this job because, you know, at th- the end of the day, people get offended by the slightest things and they want to try and hurt you in the deepest moment. So it could be, I want to do, some people sit behind this app, TikTok, with no face, no content, but they know a lot more about you. Than you think, yeah. and they'll watch you all the time. And now all you got to look at. Listen, I don't want to talk about title life, but I've seen some stuff about me on title life, and I'm thinking, fuck, yeah, I did do that when I was live. I was come on drunk live. My missus has gone go to bed, and I've gone fuck off you, fuck off you bitch. All of a sudden, that's everyday life, mate, isn't it? Things that happen. Yeah. You get drunk, and then your missus will have a go at you. You shouldn't say that. You shouldn't say that. And that's something I don't really say, but you know, once, and all of a sudden, I'm all over title life. You're a vile man. He's, he's a narcissist. That beautiful word, narcissist. It gets used on every man. Every time you split up with a woman, you get called a narcissist. It, it's, it's the way sometimes it is. That's why I don't really talk about mental health on there because I just get fed up. Everyone's got ADHD. Everyone's got bipolar. And I'm like, heavy though. There, it's a fashion <laughs> statement, Stan. It's a fashion statement. It yeah. means it's a fashion statement. And I don't want to get onto things where... Look, I've seen, I don't want to name drop people, but um, I've seen people where they go, I need this target of X amount of money. I need, say, five grand to get this for my child that's not well. They get the money fast. And then for me, if I was going to raise money for something, once I've got that money, I would prove that I've paid it. Do you know what I mean? Just so I can clarify with my people, thank you for your money, this is what it's gone. All of a sudden, they'll go, Tomorrow, oh, we now need 25,000. And then everyone's still, I just think so many people are on this for money and attention. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of got me put, put off. Like my profiles have been taken down on TikTok. As is yours, as you're the prime guy and you've had your profiles down. Maybe because yeah. you speak sense. And people don't want to hear sense. Yeah. I try not to get involved in it anymore because I, I will get banned. Like when I was falling out of Derby then, I got two accounts banned because he was getting me mass reported. And you should. Yeah, you should. I think that's why my minds have gone down. You shouldn't be able to do that. Do you know what I mean? You shouldn't be able no. to just. Well, look, look. When your first question before was, was I mates with him? Yeah. Now I was, but we've got one guy in common, um, Daryl, and he doesn't like Daryl, and I get on with Daryl. Um, now that doesn't bother me because we always said the thing was. It's like you, Stan. Say me and you's mates. You like someone, I don't like somebody. I'm not going to come to you, Stan, and say, because I don't like all that bitchy stuff. I'm not going to say, why are you talking to him? I'm not mates with you now. It don't work like that. It's not how real life fucking works. Yeah. And then what happened was, it was all sound. And mate, I went into his live once. It sounds pathetic, but he was going, oh, you're probably screen recording here, aren't you, for one of your fucking mates. And I was like, I don't do that screen recording. People behind the scenes might screen record. I ain't got fucking time for that. 
So I thought well, that was a bit of a sly comment. And then I was in my live and he kept, you know, when you can see people coming in your live, can't you? Mm. But not commenting. You're thinking, mm, oh, I don't mind. I'll keep, you know what I mean? Keep, keep, keep in there. And then I was on about the army. Now he made a couple of comments and he went, fucking hell, you're on about the army again. And now you know them emojis where you do the yeah. you know, monkey with the hands of the eyes. He's going, oh, you're still talking about the army. And then I was thinking, maybe my content might be about me in the army because some of my friends on the app was in the army. If I'm talking to Ricky, bear in mind, if we talk to Ricky, Ricky talks, you don't talk. I mean, we like, I love Ricky, but we all know Ricky fucking hell, you get an word in edgeway. If he was here now, me and you wouldn't have had about, <laughs> been about eight syllables between us. Um, so, and I just thought, I took offence to that. I, I took a bit of offence. Maybe I shouldn't have. Call me a fucking Karen Darren, whatever. But I thought, hang on. You know, so me and him had a little chat off the app. Um, I don't know if you know, because you're. Hey. Kazio, Kazio, Kazio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we all, all Kazio's good, like, mate to me. And he said, look, take this off the app. So we took it off the app. And we all did a FaceTime with each other. Kazio had his balaclava. This is the introduction of balaclava. Before he, he used to never show his face. That's he Carl, only showed his feet. Carl Pilkinson, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we was talking there. And then Darby Dan, mate, listen, ripped off his T-shirt and was arguing with me. And I said, <laughs> what? And he says, and he started spouting off his army regimental number. So I said, my regimental number, 3014-2731, for when I joined. You don't forget it. So he started saying, two, five, four, whatever his number was. And I was thinking, oh, mate, I didn't know he was in the army. Thought, yeah, yeah, I was in the army. Yeah, I was in the army. And then a lot of people said, yeah, yeah, he was in the army. Um, so I done a bit of digging, done a bit of thing. And we started arguing. And then a few days later, I was like, David, what did you do in the army? So he turned up basically, mate. He joined the army, but you know, you have a thing. You join basic, and after five weeks or six weeks, if you can't hack it, you get a thing called DOR. I can't remember what DOR fucking stands for, but it basically means you can't hack it. And that's not, not being rude, nothing, but it means you can't hack it, you leave. But you still have that regimental number. So you can now run your mouth around town saying, I was in the army. But my personal thing is, if you haven't completed your training, joined your regiment, to me, he wasn't in the army. Yeah. You can do three weeks, four weeks, five weeks in training. So he's running around doing all this. So I've said that to him, and we've had a bit of fallout. My thing, where I think I've done wrong, is I've drunk, and with the COVID, I'm not going to be one of the guys that plays the COVID victim. Um, I like to find, I found a bit of drink in it, and I drank a lot more than normal. And then TikTok, I've come on live, and then all of a sudden, someone said something about it. And I went a bit mad about him. Then all of a sudden, he's in the box. So we're arguing. And he's gone, well, I'll tell you what, me and you will have a fucking square go or fight or whatever. I said, well, yeah, fine. I said, I'll smash his fucking head in. And he said, he'll, 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 he'll knock me out in front of everyone. So I said, okay, then where and when? So he lives in Derby. I live in St. Helens. So I said, halfway, let's say Stafford. And he was like, hmm. I said, tell you what, I'll come to you tomorrow. He said, yeah, yeah, you will. Go on then, come to me tomorrow. Where? Chad Racecourse, 2 p.m. Said, I'll be there. And in the morning, he goes live and said, weak, oh, everyone's weak from the chin. and He's going to knock me spark out. And I was in a fucking cafe. And I said, I'm definitely going. I can't have somebody there. I know it sounds stupid, meeting on a fucking park and having it. I'm not having that. Mm. You know, especially with his background, with all this, you know, the way he speaks to people. So I've drove down there. And um, he's come out with, you, you only have to see it yourself. 
He, he didn't turn up because he didn't want it. There's no beat around that. There's no beat around that. Whether he can say what he wants, I waited there for an hour and a half. Yeah, I was on the live and he was posting videos up a mountain or some shit. And then people were saying they were old videos. And I'm thinking, why is he posting them now? He's making it look like... They were old videos, yeah. He was in his house, scared. He's making it look like he wasn't in the area. <laughs> um, but, but, but do you know do you know one thing I'll say, Stan, is I've said this. Me and Daryl, do you know do you know what? Yeah, This is why I big Daryl up a bit. If... If... Daryl isn't as bad as he seems, what some people. He rang me up on the way down there. He said, don't go down. So as much as I want to see Darby Dan like this, I said, I don't want to see both fight. And I even agree. I think sometimes Darby Dan says it how it is. But I said, I've got to. Because of a certain situation of a person I can't mention had come for me and apparently I didn't show up. Mm. I can't say his name because he's asked me not to say his name, but the reason why I didn't go to him was because he's got mental health issues, schizophrenic. And he was, I couldn't go there. And I don't want to be that guy. You want to be that guy. Come and hit somebody who's mentally ill that wants to come and hit you. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. So I was like, look, maybe I was, I was down with a lot of alcohol at the time. I was bitten the shit in the shit with myself and that. And I was thinking, no, nah, how dare you? Now look back at it and I think, Danny, like me, like, why don't you just fucking tell him, fuck off? You know, shouldn't be dickhead. Why do you drive down there for two hours? Because in my head, I was battling, battling him, what he was saying. So all the things he was saying to me, I was like, I can't let people. So I was caring about what everyone else thought. But looking at it now, and I think, what point did it prove? Yeah, he got, people took the piss out of him, and it was funny against him. But, you know, did I really want to have a fight in a park? Mm. Would, what would have happened if I met him? Would I have put, put him on his ass? I, I, do you know what it stands? I was more interested in not punching him between the fucking eyes. I was more interested in how tall he was. So what's happening with you guys now then? Uh, after, after it, on the way home, about 45 minutes later, he rang me and he said, I'm at my house. Do you want to come down to my house? Well, everybody was well aware. I said, there's one thing I won't do. People was leaking addresses. People was contacting his ex to say that I'm down in their local area. I didn't contact no one. I went down there on my own. It's, it's plain as I was to say. I wasn't ever going to go to somebody's fucking house. That's wrong. That's wrong, isn't it? To go to somebody's house. He's got children. And then he asked me at half three to go to his house. Well, kids finish school at fucking half three. No, no, I'm not doing that. You told me to be at a place. If you're not going to be there, I'm on my way. But now I blocked him. I, don't, I do funny videos here and there. But you notice I don't really bother with him. He's irrelevant. I respect what he's done with the charity and stuff like that. Now, my personal opinion is on charity and stuff. He's at home all day in front of a camera. He's got no other problems. He's doing stuff for charity and he's been labelled a hero. Well done's good. But me, like some of us, if you've got shit you're doing in the day, um, you know, doesn't mean you're not a good... I don't know. I don't know. Listen, if he's doing his own thing with his charity and he's helping the child out that needs um, help. I think it was something to do with a, a little boy that's poorly in his arms. And if he's helping that child, he's helping that child. But at the end of the day, I don't appreciate some of the things he said to me, um, that he's going to knock me out. And I just, I've been brought up, Stan, where if you tell me you're going to knock me out, then fucking do it. Yeah. And I'm not the hardest person in the world. I fucking am not. But I'll, I'll, I'll stick up for myself. And obviously he's not bought, he's not 
he's not he's not born from that fucking cult, is he? Um, did you but watch, listen? I've, I've said a few. Go on. I'm saying, did you watch the fight with Mr. UK TikTok and Tommy Nona? Did you watch the actual yeah. fight? I knew exactly what was going to happen. Tommy Nona was always going to box his ears off because Mr. UK TikTok official. I think I was one of the first people to come out and slate him. But then 10 minutes later, I was one of the first people to come out and stick up for him. So I was a bit, I'm a bit of a two-page cunt on that one. Um, yeah. He's a bit, he's not right in the head. There's, there's no two ways about that. Yeah. Well, I've known him for a long time. Like, as time goes on TikTok, I've known him since I've joined. So that's like two years. Yeah. And he always used to dance in Tesco's and all that box, but he never really went live and he didn't really interact with people. And he had a little following and it was mainly trolls taking the piss out of him. And I just used yeah. to leave him alone. He's happy doing his dancing, whatever, not doing any harm. But this year, he's just gone fucking full loopy. And I was meant to yeah. speak to him on my podcast last year and he got he got banned and I got banned like I was doing. We lost contact with each other. But when I did speak to him, he, I was on the live with him and he was saying, oh, I feel like my brain's swishing around the mirror all the time. When I got that, it, it all swishes around. And he was trying to explain yeah. what his brain feels like. And I was thinking, this guy's really fucking ill. And... Um, yeah, and he just seems to have got worse and worse and worse. But I think... Do you think the people he's hanging about with doesn't help, mate? Uh, I think as much as he thinks he's getting the fame and he loves it and stuff like that, all for what? A couple of quid here and there. I mean, he slagged Are they me helping off. him? He slagged me off for no reason. So I fell out of him. And I've not really spoken to him. So obviously I haven't really got much time for him. But when oh. you see like that Sam Pepper guy, have you seen him? He's proper bullying him. They're all just... Is that some of the lads that he's knocking with? Yeah, yeah, they're all taking the piss, mate. One minute they want him there. Listen, I've seen it when he went to the boxing thing and they uninvited him to get out. But the minute before, they was all videoing him doing his daft little dance with his boombox yeah. and he was the clout. So one minute he's thinking I'm the centre of attention. But you got to remember, these some people are normally minded. Say we're all normally minded. And you see a kid like that that's getting no attention, then he gets attention. And then all of a sudden you go, no, go away, fuck off now. We'll video you while we're mugging you off. And they only video him when they're taking the piss. Now, these people, it's like the Cow the Dragon thing. It's like some people, they want to take the piss. Yeah. They will do things like mental health, oh, vouch for mental health. But as soon as somebody's a little bit vulnerable, and the, the, look, I mean, I don't want you to go on about Jordy Wheeler. Look at Jordy Wheeler, that's a totally different kettle of fish. Yeah. But bullying's okay when it's somebody that's a little bit fucking different. But bullying to someone like me and you, oh, no, we can't do that. It's more about mental health. But as soon as somebody's got a little bit fucking, they're a bit spaced or they're a bit, they're a bit different to everyone else, so I like, just fucking rip the shit out of them, shall we? Don't matter, they don't have feelings. Whereas Mr. UK TikTok official has got himself to blame, but he might not be right in the fucking head, man. I don't think he's fucking right in the head. I think he's under the influence of drugs, mate. I watched him before that fight. His pupils are flying out. He's, uh, was, he looked, if you looked at some of his videos from a year ago, if you say you've known him a while, how skinny has he gone? Compared to a year ago, I know what drugs do. He fucking fat. I've been fucking high on fat loads, and I know how much you can change with your weight and your, what your face does and what your skin color goes. It changes straight away. And I think he's one of them, mate. He's, he's high on something. Yeah. And obviously, when you mentally as well, it doesn't always bode well, does it? 
They're a catalyst to one another. They're a catalyst to one another and they counteract one. And then they just turn your mind to fucking crazy. And then all, in, all what happens in the end results, Dan, is your mind's playing like your alcohol, your drugs, your mental health issues. And then what happens is it all results in everybody laughing at you on TikTok. And then he thinks I'm popular because he wasn't never going to get popular. No disrespect. He's never going to get popular by just normal vlogging, normal talking, because nobody's interested in that. They want you crazy guys going doing loopy shit. And he might think that's a positive, but in the end, it'll be a negative. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to end for him. It's, it's not. He's going to fizzle out. And then when he fizzles out, he's going to get desperate, mate. This is what happens with some people. Look, I know, I don't say I like saying names and stuff, but look, Tom Manley, if you know him, I was talking to him and that stuff. I know he gets a lot of hate with um, uh, with, with, with um, Daryl and stuff like that and a few of my mates. Now, he was introduced because he helped Smithy get the golf on me. Yeah. Now, about the Smithy thing, I don't know the truth, but listen, if somebody set house, my, my house on fire, I won't be there the next day doing a TikTok with fake tears. I just think it was a bit, a bit yeah. scripted. I don't know. I did a video on it and you got taken down as usual, but... Yeah, it's standard. Oh. It's the same as me standing. It gets taken the down. Car, the car window is open. Yeah, it was a setup. They went like that, like done a little jimmy on it, like he was in a movie or something, went like that, and then just opened the door. It didn't, <laughs> the doors were unlocked well, and the window was the wide is, open. So Some of his smithy warriors will say, open. well, the police would have found out, but the, the police, the truth is, now I've been in, I know people on this app, because they like what I've done about stuff like that, they talk to me a lot. I won't say names because it puts them in a bad position. But a lot of these people, they get called trolls. And I would say, I've always said, a lot of the trolls like me. And that's why my profile gets taken down, because I say a lot. I'm like, you know what I mean? Um, he, they was calling him, what's the guy, Paul Potts, that said I was on fire and stuff. These Smithy Warriors were saying, if he did it, why did the police never say anything? Now, there's a difference. When you set your car on fire, mm. it's a car fire. Police will only go so far. They set your house on fire. Police will go to the top. They will find out. But when he told his TikTokers it was a house fire, it wasn't. It was never a house fire. It was a car fire. A bit of smoke went in the house. Yeah. Police will only do so much. Why would they waste their time on a car fire? Because that's all it is. But he's telling everyone on TikTok it's a house fire. So this 50 grand come out of nowhere. Now, I know he calls everyone trolls for saying stuff about him. Look, he's made his thing. He's made his thing, whatever. But he will always be remembered. More and more people know that. Listen, we love our children dearly. Would you ever do that? Of course you wouldn't. Whether it's true or not, you wouldn't. For a bit of clout, mate, give me a billion pounds. Go set fucking a car on fire outside your house. Put your kid at a risk. No. Yeah. Now, if he's done it, he's done it. So basically, Manly has set up a goal for me for him. And I watched the video of that TikTok fest thing when they, them two never have ever met one another. And um, Smithy's walked in, Manny's there, and Manny's gone, Smithy, it's me, it's me, Tom. And then it, Smithy's like, oh, yeah, you are, mate, you are. And then Manny's, like, not being recognised, and he sort of looked gutted, mate. It's like, for me, as a kid, I was obsessed with Prince Nazim Abid or whatever, a celebrity. It's like me, you meeting your top favourite celebrity, you're meeting them, and then they just fucking just chin you right off. 
that's what it looked like. So poor little Manly has just sat there like gobsmacked. Like, I've just gave you 50 grand in, you bloody fucking gave up me. You fucked me off. Like that. Right, so he's got his followers through that. Now, he's was getting a lot of gifts. I was talking to him and stuff, and he said, look, I'm big on here. I've got um, management. and we, we don't make any money from gifts uh, and competitions. Yet, they're on competitions all day, Stan. You must see this. They're on lives all day, all day. The minute you wake up before they brush the teeth, before they wash, they're on live all day. And um, they called Don't Hold Back. He called Don't Hold Back a child groomer. Darby Dan did the same, called him a kiddie, a kiddie toucher. And I don't sit well with that, Stan. These people calling, because they can't get their own way and they don't yeah. like certain people, they just call you a fucking nonce. Why the fuck would you call someone that? I don't know. Yeah. Why would you, them words, mate, you know what I mean? Call him a prick. Call him a wanker. But you can't call him that. So um, his gifts is, because because they've all like limelighted a little bit of what these are doing. A lot of these, a lot of Manly's gifters are like kids, kids gifting. It's all been proven. Yeah. You see the gifters because it's been highlighted. His gifts have gone down a lot lately, so he's get they get a bit desperate. That's what I'm going about, Mister UK TikTok official. When we don't stay on this app forever, do we, Stan? The top don't stay top for long. Someone else will come in, and what happens is they get desperate. So that's what's happening now. Like to Manly, they just call him fucking Delta back a child groomer. I mean, does does Donald about get gifts off kids? No, you know what I mean. Yeah. But that's me just ranting on. Maybe I'm swaying off topic, but that's why I think a lot of my profiles get taken down because I say my view. Well, they used and the minute you say your view, you stand. You fuck. They used to follow me, but I don't. And I followed them, but this was like about a year ago, probably. But people they change. Block me. People change on the app. Um, not everyone, but people do. Especially. Well, what do you think, though, mate? It's like, say, what do you think about charity funding? Do you think some of it's fucking no? I don't want to put you on the spot. We not spoke. We, we spoke before. We spoke in that. But listen, there's a charity called We Are Unique. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Now there's been a lot of smoke about that. Yeah. Where's that charity money gone? Now I'll give you a few facts. Of what I've been given. So they did a charity for now, God rest his soul. This poor boy Harrison passed away, and I know his mom, sound lovely lady. Um before I've had people message me at Souls Daryl at the funeral. Um, the we are unique couple, I think. Do you know their names? Lee and Andrea, I think. Um Lee's never met this poor boy who passed away, but yet at his funeral, all these TikTokers turned up at his funeral. All these TikTokers turned up at his funeral and uh, yes, invited, and then did a speech. And just before the speech, you got a video of Lee going, is it recording? Is it recording though? Is it recording? And then after the speech, he's going, guys, we've all come together for here, for here. And then straight after the video, he's going, did you get that video? Did you get that video? Now, straight after that, he's done a charity for We Are Unique for his autistic child. God bless his child. Oh, you know, gets all the care in the world. Um, I've had a lot of autistic mums and dads with autistic children turn around and say, he's doing things wrong. Now, I don't know. So I'm not going to judge on that. Yet they have set a brand. We are unique. All hoodies, all merchandise, 
will go to the charity, a charity. Mm-hmm. All gifts will go to a charity. All money raised when we go up to Stoneham will go to a charity. All your people's gifts will go to a charity. Now, people have worked out there should be 30 or 40, maybe 50,000 pounds. Yeah. And only 8,000 pounds was put into that GoFundMe. When they was questioned and given receipts, they've gone quiet. They went missing. CID are involved. Police are involved. I've said my piece on it a couple of times just because of what people have said to me. And all, all I've just had fucking mass reports. That's yeah. standard and people are going quiet. Now, might be. So all I've said, Stan, is gone. Just let them say their piece. I've said maybe they might, they might be a total mad explanation. But when you go quiet, mate, it looks a bit fucking suspicious. When there's money that should have gone there that hasn't gone there, it looks they, suspicious. They went quiet and they set their profiles to private and turned the comments off. But the only thing I will say is that Tan, the mum, she done a video sharing screenshots and telling everyone that, you know, they've been as good as gold and it's not all. Yeah. Listen, Tan's sound, man. I think Tan... So I thought Listen, if, she, if she's happy, I was happy. Do you know what I mean? Because that's an awesome... Yeah, yeah. Plan. Stan, I agree. I agree. But the charity was something different with them with the VI Unique. I think... I hate to say it, mate, but Tan's going to be vulnerable at that stage. I don't want to say it like it's a crap touch yeah. subject. When you, get, when you get scammers, what do scammers go for? They go for vulnerable people. Now, they might be sound with Tan. Tan's lovely. I have a conversation with the nicest woman you could meet. But yeah. not the same with, them, with their charity, with their boy, God rest his soul, with their own charity. I think personally, with We Are Unique, their own charity. And when, when you question something, do you think if the public pay for a charity, do you think the public are entitled to question where money's gone? I think they are. Yeah, of course. But I mean... And then when you get called a troll. Yeah. But to have a proper charity, you have to have least five thousand pounds to register as a charity this is the next one stan it's the next one they said we need five thousand pounds to register as a charity they raised eight and it sat there for months and months and months and nothing was happening yet all the gifts they said they was going to donate all the all the merch was going in there that none of that money was getting pumped back in it's almost like all that money was being used to put in their own pockets because that money still hasn't gone in there all that money's been, that eight grand's been refunded. There's still a massive amount of money from gifts. And I don't know people like want their own gifts and stuff, but you know as much as I did. Me and you set up a charity now and said, gift us now, we get loads in. But, and we pocket it, we get loads in. But if me and you sat there and said, can you just gift us to go just to fund our lifestyle? You would get 10%, 5% of the gifts you'd get yeah. the minute you say you want it for charity. And that's what they've done. They've done and they've been, they've been stifled. But the minute you question it, Stan, you're called a troll. You were called a bully. Now, there might be certain different ways you could go about it differently. Maybe. But I'm not experiencing this. I, 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 see, I, see a, I see a blagger. I see a blagger. I mean, I don't even know if this fucking podcast was supposed to go in this direction, but <laughs> things sway, don't they? Do you know what I mean? We've had a beer. We get a bit of fucking... Yeah. <laughs> We've gone from Derby Dan to scammers. I agree with everything you say, but I just can't... Um, see why Daryl just gets so invested in it all. I think maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, sorry about that. Just cut off. So we're talking about old um, Penfold. What is it, Penfold? What is it? (laughs) (laughs) What is Penfold? 
Oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's a little laugh or not. Do you remember Danger Mouse? No. Oh, the little mouse. The Danger Mouse, he's sidekick. No, do you know what? I know something better to call him. Call him, <laughs> right? Have you ever seen Emmerdale? Yeah, a little bit. You know Mandy Dingle's fella? Yeah. The bald guy. He looks a bit like him with glasses. But I think Daryl looks like a better version. Paddy. Paddy? Paddy, Mandy Dingle's ex. Yeah, I don't know who you mean, actually. I know who Mandy Dingle is, but I can't pick him. Oh, know? there's someone else someone said to me. I can't think. Let me show it does you. look like somebody. Let me show you Penfold. <laughs> Penfold. He'll like that. He'll like that. Someone said it to me, and then I can't unsee it now. And he's always, a few people called him it now. Um, so yeah, I had a big falling out with him, and I sent him a voice note saying I was going to punch his head in. And then I spoke. Really? Yeah, this is ages ago, and I spoke to Kino. Do you know Kino? Kino. Um, hang on. <laughs> I spoke to my hey. mate Keno. I guess a stick for laughing at that. He's um, oh, you must have seen it. Keno and Liz, he does videos with his birds. Keno and Liz, he's in the REF. I probably, I, I probably know. Oh, no, I don't know. I don't follow any uh, REF boys. Well, anyway, um, he was like, Stan, you need to fucking delete that message because he might try and get you banned. And I said, well, it's on a DM. And he was like, yeah, but you still get reported. So I deleted in a block. I, mate, I, I told him I was doing a podcast with you and he never, I'm surprised. Maybe he keeps things to himself. This, like this, this is one thing. I've, I've made up with him now. I'm saying yeah. I sent him this long message. I think, I think he's got a good side to him, mate. Because when we used to follow up with Darby Dan, he used to find positives about everything. Um, Papa Blaze, he used to find positives about them. He just doesn't like scammers. He just hates scammers. Yeah, I think we... I'd done some video. It was a proper wind-up. I'd done top... <laughs> top <laughs> to, you know, I'd done a top five people that I hate on the app, and I'd done it with the Top of the Pops music. And then I green-screened yeah. everyone. Like the Smithy's family, fucking Mel Moon, Roadman Ralph. Mel Moon, fucking hell. He, um, hey, is she, is she a comedian there? Yeah, and then... You know, you know, listen, listen, one sec. You know that Jailhouse top? Yeah. Right. Do you know what I cringe most of? Is when people beg me to be on it. If you're on it, it means you've fucked up. And yeah, your true. time's come. Yeah. Or I, I like it. It's it's a middle ground. But when people roll on Ralph, you just go, please let me be on it. Please let me be on it. Yeah. And I, I just uh, and there's another girl from Blackpool. She used to go, please let me be on it. I was like, if you bring something to the table, you're coming on it. Or if if I like you, you're probably not going to go on it. Or but the minute you start going, please let me be on it. Please let me be on it. It's like calm down. Calm, it, it, desperation gets you nowhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was probably my first friend on the app. Roadman Ralph. This is up two years ago. And we used to do at each other and that and support each other. Um, but yeah, and then he just got like Billy Big Box and stopped talking to me. And um, he pissed me off because I split, when I split up with my ex, Caitlin, 
she messaged me and said, very bad, Ralph's just messaged me to see if I'm all right. And oh, was, he's not one of them, is he? It's like, he's trying to fire it into you. Why, he's not meant to have you know what I mean? Why aren't you asking if I'm all right after the breakup? He's asking if she's yeah. after the breakup. Oh, uh, mate, listen, Stan, there's so many lads <laughs> like that, mate. They're like, oh, I'm just worried about, and then the minute, I've had lads when I was in the army. One of my mates, me and my missus, now I'm with, we split up for a bit. We split up a few times before. Hopefully we never do again. And one of my mates went, oh, he told her all my fucking secrets. And then she, obviously, how do I get out of that? And I was like, you snaky bastard. One thing I'll do, and I'll say it lightly, and I can be quoted. And my missus is, hates me for it, but I'm honest with it. I'd rather cheat on my missus than fuck my best mate's missus. Yeah. Sounds cruel, but would you rather have me as a best friend or a boyfriend? Do you know what I mean? Well, I, I can't, I can deal with cheating on my missus, but I can never, I can get over cheating on my missus, but I could never get over cheat with my best friend fucking his missus. I couldn't do that. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Because it doesn't matter how good looking your missus is, if you're a friend of mine, I don't go anywhere near. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a thing I'm openly honest about. There's my friendship. I'm not some people go, Oh, your friendship comes before your marriage, then not at all. Because I'm not going to go out there, and, it's weird. I'm not going to go out there and cheat and miss every weekend. I'm going to go, It's a weird thing, but I'm, I, it's just something I'd rather, I'd rather do none of them. But I'd never go, I, I just think you can never make a friendship work again if you do that. You could make a marriage work again. And they're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever come to me for marriage advice. <laughs> Yeah, but come to me for friendship advice. But you get what I mean. It's a bit it's yeah. a strange one. So yeah, it's something that, I've always said. That's why I fell out of him. And I think I went on the live and I was talking about it in the live. I didn't I wasn't really that upset about it. I just thought it was a bit cheeky. Um yeah. because obviously like, me and my ex got mutually, do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah I thought that was good though, man. Stan. I, I like that, you know, when you still have a bit of banter with it, I've seen it. And I've just thought. It's nice to see that. You don't ever see that, Stan. You always see, like I said before, you always see women calling men narcissists, men calling women, you stop me seeing my baby. You know, you two get on quite nicely. And I think yeah. people should look up to that a little bit and think, you know, oh, who's at stake here, the child? And, you know, it's nice to be friends. Yeah, I think it's easy because we both have just said enough. I think it's hard. It's been hard over the years when I've had breakups and I've not wanted to end the relationship. One of you yeah. doesn't want to end it. Then obviously it's difficult, isn't it? When one stills in love and the other's not, it's definitely yeah. different. Definitely I, different. I was so happy to get her out now. <laughs> no, but that's nice, like I know. So you can have a bit of banter about it now, can't you? Like, yeah. oh, fucking, I'm glad you're not still here, or she'd be like, "Fucking, I'm glad you're not here." You know what I mean? You can have <laughs> yeah. friendship over it. I'm going well now, <clears throat> but um, yeah, I just thought it was a bit cheeky. But I thought it was funny, and I mentioned it on my live, and then. My ex was like, oh, Mel, Mel's followed me on Instagram. My ex has only got... Oh, she wants to know. She wants to know. She's only got a couple of thousand at the time followers. She doesn't really do TikTok. So it was a bit weird that Mel followed her and didn't follow her. And then she blocked me. And I was like, what was that time from? <laughs> so she's obviously took so it So I know what's happened there, Stan. Stan, Roadman's gone onto Mel's profile, blocked you straight away. Yeah. And then what's happened is he's forgot to block she she's thinking, I want to know what 
your ex is saying about fucking Roadman. Roadman, and then, you know what I mean? He's quickly blocked you off her profile. Block him, he chats shit. How many times in relationship did you see? Block them, they're just trying to call shit for us. You shouldn't be firing into your fucking mate's ex, and you shouldn't be firing into another fucking bird's DM. That's a fact. Yeah. I mean, I did say that I used to think that it was his mum, and I, that was a deadly... I wasn't taking the piss. I thought that... that I, was- generally, I thought that as well. I did think that as well. No, there's no hate there. I thought that was his mum. <laughs> I thought it was Mel Mom, not Mel Moon. But I mean, unfortunately, she's dying apparently. Oh shit! <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh my god! Oh, this is over. I thought that was a joke. Stan, you know you like these jokes. Right. Oh, out. Fuck it. That's gonna go on the that can go on the promo clip. This this video won't age well. Oh that, it's like that video, you know when you see Where have you gone? Can you oh, see me? Yeah, I can see you. For fuck's sake, why does he keep fucking oh, there you go? What are you saying, sorry? It's, it's like oh, it's like that video that Chinese guy. He says Somebody abused him, and then they goes, "Don't laugh." And he goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, my dad he violently abused me." And then like, "Whoa, you can't say that!" I, I was not expecting that, Stan. Like, I was expecting, "Oh, yeah, she, she's, she's, uh, she's not, she died." No offense, oh, she's dying. Then fuck me. Yeah, um, then, not yeah. literally, but she's got. She's got I didn't know heart condition. She's tired. But um, is that why I give? Oh. <laughs> what is that why she's doing? Is that why she's doing a lot of charity things? I don't know. Everyone's dying lately, so everyone's doing a lot of... No, anyway, well, she's, she's blocked me. Um, are we going a little bit? Have we had a few too many where we're all getting a bit like, you know, but that's why a lot of people, like, fuck me, my hamster died last week. Should I do a live? Yeah. But, and then one, I, I want I want £500 for a new cage. Oh, no, shit, I want another big, bigger cage. Can I go and do a grand? I'm going to be hated after this, but, you know. I went. Well, I never go on for gifts, and I never get gifts anyway. So that's my lives are pretty fucking dead, to be honest. Um, well, that's it. The way the TikTok's going now, do you know? Like, I mean, when I first started, you had views. Even I had views. Yeah. Um, Too many people. But the minute the gifts and competitions come in, it's sort of like as soon as you step away from it, you're not wanted anymore. It's like I don't want people to chuck in quids now. I just don't feel right with it. Sometimes I think I leave them on. I think, yeah, yeah, whatever. But don't. I'm not constantly wanting it, and I think it's an addictive thing some people have got. Yeah. Well, I went on that say I never normally get gifts, and I don't definitely don't ask for them. I just leave them on, and yeah, never. And I went live with Ricky, and he's got a lot more followers than me, and people coming over to my side, and people feeling just, sorry for you because you're not getting a word in Edgeway. Yeah, probably. People kept gifting me, and I come off. And I had about £30, and I was thinking, no wonder fucking people can get addicted to it. Right. Here's a good one for you. Like, Daryl doesn't like gifting, but Daryl once gifted me about 70 quid, but I ended up getting about 40 quid. This is, this is back in the day when Daryl gifted me, and I got about 40 quid. And I think the next day, I went and bought a bag of sniff with it. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know I'll cast it in it, that's what I mean it's some people some of these vulnerable people another word vulnerable 
used very easily, but like, please get me back to the leaderboard, please, please, please. And some people just keep tipping it, ticking it, ticking it. It goes in their phone bill. I don't know. I'm not as I won't give if I ain't got enough money, mate. I ain't gifting no fucker. I know I'd rather put that money in, in my own pocket. Yeah, I don't think I've ever sent any gifts, to be honest. Um, but yeah, like I said, when I come off, I had about 30 quid and I was thinking, fucking hell, if I had done this like, all the time, yeah. you can see why people do do it. I well, mean, Daryl made a couple of grand in two days and he obviously he proved all where it was going, the charity and stuff. And yeah. that's how easy some people are making it. But TikTok, they... So you buy the coins of TikTok. So TikTok get the money from you buying the coin, and then TikTok yeah. money from you giving the coins away. So they're making- that's it, mate. That's yeah, they're making eight seventy five percent. So Daryl made a couple of grand in a couple of days. But if it wasn't for TikTok taking all that money, he would have made six seven grand. Yeah, and he wasn't yeah. even top of the leaderboard. And then you got to think about the people buying them in the first place. So they buy and them, then yeah, they buy them. It's probably like ten grand. And then they give them away and they take money off that as well. I mean, I love, well, I don't... I love Dan Sprague and Adam Oakley, that they're my mates. So I don't yeah, really I like them. Them that sound. But, you know, I can have banter with them. But that's all they do. The other day there was live together and there's Joel in there. There's going, come on, get on the leaderboard. I don't even know what the leaderboard is. And they're no, like, like a little auction. And then you scroll down oh. and then you've got the QVC channels. Sprague selling his fucking fingernail polish or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I bigged him up for that. Do you know one thing I've said about Sprague is I said it to him and I was like, not one night. And I said, there are a lot of young kids out there that are quite confused. Nowadays, everyone's confused about their sexuality. And he puts his fingernail polish and he's got a missus. But he's openly sitting there saying, look, you are what you are. Do what you want to do. I don't get it. But I get it a little bit more now. I think he, if he can promote that to me, imagine what he's doing to some of these kids that's fucking confused. But he's, I know it's weird. It's a little thing, painting his fingernails and stuff. Some kids might want to do it, but they might be embarrassed. But if you've got a guy with a million followers on TikTok that's doing it and everyone follows him, they might think, oh, that is cool because Dan Sprague does it. Yeah. You know, it's not, no one's going to bully me as much. Do you think you get people like Dan Sprague, Josh from England? Like I don't know Josh from England. Oh, I fell out of him. That's another story. I've repeated that story so many times. I won't go on about it again. But they both got like millions of followers, like literally millions. And they're both like really quick-witted and intelligent and good-looking chaps. Yeah. And then you got someone like Ian Moore. He's the same, okay, he's the same age as them. Yeah. And because of the way he looks and the way he acts. Like Dan Sprague put pictures. He was in Birmingham. And they met some kids when they was doing a film and they all got like a selfie with these kids. Dan Sprague was getting a picture of all these kids. And I was thinking, if Ian Moore done that, yeah, he'd just get hate because he's like a fat guy. It's funny how you mentioned that, Stan, because me, do you know Bex in Specs? Bex in Specs? Yeah. Not sure. Um, one of Daryl's mates, one of my mates. We was mentioning this before and we said, does anybody actually feel sorry for Ian Moore? And um, one sec, my kids are being little shits. Hey, mate. Boys, I'm not bothered. Split up. I'm on the phone. Split up. Right, split up. Bailey's in big trouble. Sorry, Stan. I'll grab a beer while I'm at it. 
Okay. Bailey, 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 get away from him. Um, you're about to see World War Three, mate. Keep this, this podcast upstairs, mate. It'd be fucking good viewing this. What two kids just knocking fuck out of each other? How old? How old are you kids? Ten and eight, mate. Ten and eight. The youngest is at his um. The youngest is at his nan's for the night. Ten and eight. And um, oh, I tell you, tell why I've got another big bottle of one to show you too. Um, and uh, one just said he spat at him. So after the podcast, mate, we have to bang around to see standard procedure, isn't it? Yeah. I've told this little. I've got this thing called Hog Goblin Gold, four point five percent. Well, okay, guys, but we'll go back to Ian more after this. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I used yeah. to always stick up for Ian more. This was early. He blocked me. But he's a weird one, isn't it? The ri- well, I mean, that's what I was saying about Bex, mate. I was saying, we said, does anybody feel sorry for him? And I said, since he got sacked from his Sainsbury's and then people have done videos about him putting loads of weight on. And I think he's got very depressed and he's got very fat and without being rude. And he's been confined in his own flat and he's confined in only his social media friends. And in the meantime of it, he's fell out with the likes of Steve Harrison, with that Danny, with that Gemma. And they've made profiles, apparently, calling him all sorts. And it's caused him a bit of havoc. People have robbed stuff from his house. Um, and he's had the stigma of being called a nonce. But I have noticed that lately he's calmed down a little bit. He's not gone for people. He's lowered his diet. I mean... I don't. I won't take the piss. Usually, I'd say something rude and take the piss, but I don't want to. I think he's struggling mentally big time. Um, but he had a doorstep sandwich, egg mayo, and a pasta for his dinner, as opposed to usually, mate. The motherfucker's got about seventeen fucking sandwiches. His own tiny food meal for him, uh, and he's got about fucking nineteen subways. And it's a plant based. I'm like, mate, that is not plant based. Who are you kidding? Plant based double whopper, plant based big mate, plant based a uh, big tasty, and then 14 flapjacks. See, when he first joined the app, he, people used to get him to read out shit. And they'd PayPal him. Oh, that was so funny. And he would say, PayPal him money, and he'd be at such an unflattering angle laying on the bed. And he'd be reading this shit out. And they're obviously taking a piss. And he's just reading it. And I'm quite good at, like, keeping a straight face when I make jokes and stuff. But he was like, yeah, the king. And I was like, how is he not laughing? He's reading this out. Yeah. And he was like, my, aunt, my auntie's turned into an XR3. I reading all this thing. And they're getting him to read it. It's funny. But the UK child force, the fucking paedophile hunter guy, was like this isn't really appropriate for you to do that because you're an adult and you're reading out about a kid having sex with his dog and stuff like that because obviously their mates would do it for banter and obviously yeah didn't think it's very appropriate which I get his point so that's when he started getting a bit of shit and then if it's true I don't know if this is true but this is what he says that you know he's gay don't you yeah yeah. And he was chatting to a boy, and the boy told him he was 19, and he had phone sex. Yeah. And it turned out the boy was 15. So if but they said, I've seen that. They said he was 19 in the thing, though. Yes, yeah, so if that's true, it's not really fair for him to get called a nonce. It's not his fault. No, no, it's not. It's like me and you going to a nightclub tonight, mate. Me and you fucking hook up with some fucking good-looking 
birds that we think are 25. They tell us that we're, they tell them that they're, they tell us they're 25. Make girls look like fucking, girls can look fucking older than what they are, especially when we've got fucking six beards behind us. Or girls' makeup look older. They tell you they're 25. Before you know it, they're 16. You're sex with them. Oh, you're a nonce. But you're not a fucking nonce. Yeah. But that's, that's going a bit further into it. But that's just, just truth, isn't it? Yeah. But there used to be, I don't know if you remember him, that Scouser guy with glasses, blonde hair. Oh, what is his name? Steve went to his house. Oh, they, him and Steve Harrison, they all go to his house. They go to their yeah. house and they used to turn up at people's. Yeah, so there's that potato kiwi. Yeah. Um, and then there was a guy, oh, what is his name? Justice, his name was. And then, there, and then there was Professor fucking saying else. There was three of them. And they just... I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm, listening. I'm just walking away from the camera. I'm listening. They just Keep talking. Rip the piss out of him more every day. Do videos about him all the time. And they older than me. They was like in their 40s. And I was like always arguing with them like, fucking hell, you got nothing better to do. Yeah, I know. This will be good for your podcast, Stan. Can you hear that? Then for a week. No, I'm doing the dishes. Doing what? I'm doing the dishes. You're washing up halfway through. You pissing. I mean, I went for a way. I'm not pissing in the sink. Where are you pissing? I'm in the toilet. Oh. I didn't want anybody to know that I was doing the toilet, so I pretended I was doing the dishes. And you said piss, so we had to be honest because we're transparent. Yes, and he's a wee. When you're drinking fucking hobgoblins and Aldi's own fucking beer, you might have to drain the maggot, I mean the snake, from time to time. Yeah, so anyway, I used to stick up for him, and then obviously I got tagged as a fucking non-supporter, and now, now I'm a paedophile and all these bollocks. Somebody, somebody called at me on Instagram not long ago, um, and it was regarding... The guy called It's Soul Sonny. Do you know him? He goes around with the guy, six foot nine, six foot ten. He's a singer, karaoke. And you know, there's a guy in Blackpool that goes around filming prostitutes. And he goes around filming. I can't remember his name. Got loads of followers. They get gifts. And then I knew Soul Son- Sonny Sweetman. But apparently he's on the register. Um, because I spoke to him, somebody messaged me on Instagram going, oh, so you're a non-supporter. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what? Mm. So I just replied to it. I was like, no, don't what you're on about. It's like, well, you know mm. what I mean? As soon as you talk to somebody, yeah. some of these people that are lower accounts, they will try and fuck you right over. Or they will, even if they're not lower, the minute they can try and make somebody else look bad. I've had it. There's a girl from Blackpool, Laura. I don't want to say her name, but she's constantly trying to get me to look bad. She gives me a load of grief. She's gone for hot. She's gone for... Ben rant, she's gone for loads. And no one's interested in her. And she she's pregnant. She goes, You're going for a pregnant. It's like, Stan, have you ever been out one night when a girl's giving you beef? And you say, Look, no, darling, it's all right, don't want any trouble. And then they coach you and they go, Go on, then hit me. You're like, no, 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 not, not interested. Leave me alone. But then they go, Go on, then what are you gonna do? Hit me. Yeah. Them sort of girls. And then she's like that. I'm like, look, I'm not interested. I've blocked you on everything. Make as many fake profiles. This way, you know how weird some people get. Once you block somebody, you'll notice how many fake profiles turn up and message you. 
And it's like, really, you are behind all these profiles. Are you all right? Are you really all right? I've just had a big fall out. TikTok's bad for it. With, um, you know the group that I was in, Cunning Sons? Yeah. Falling out with someone in there and I've left the group. Um, I've seen that hashtag about, around me quite a lot, actually. I think it might have just been on your videos. And I've not seen it on anyone else's. Who? I've seen, I think I've seen the hashtag Cunning Stunts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've already seen it on yours. I've seen it around quite a lot. There's a know, couple, I think, that follow me on it. Do you know three dumbbells? Yeah, I've seen the profile. I've seen the That's profile. Right. The guy with the massive arms. Yeah. I've not seen any of his content, but I've, his name really rings really well. That's what I've fallen out with. And um, I fell out with Tom Jones, Wales. He was in the group. I've heard of him. Um, I fell out with him. And then we just parted ways. We were still friends with each other. And then I fell out with three dumbbells and he blocked me. And then I've noticed that Tom Jones has blocked me now. So he's obviously been in his ear because he hadn't blocked me before. Yeah. So that's going to be a tip. Can we smoke on this? Yeah. Yeah. Might as well. Fuck. I usually go outside, mate, but fuck it. I love one. I love one now, mate. Yeah. Come on, mate. Come on. I'm just saying, so like, I'm not in that group anymore. I just can't deal with it. Like we're in a WhatsApp group talking every day, eight of us. I don't like talking yeah. every, day to, every day to people. I like to have a Stan, that's the same thing, right? I've got mates in my personal life, like just and I left, I come off WhatsApp, I come off Facebook, I come off Messenger. And it was because WhatsApp has this thing called blue ticks. Yeah. Where when people would say to me, You're coming out tonight, I just didn't want to go out. Not because I just don't want to go out or I just like being alone or just couldn't be asked going out. If you've got blue tick, you're in groups, you constantly got, you, think, you feel pressured in things or I'm not a big thing of groups, mate. I'm really not. And my missus will say this thing. I'm not, I don't know. Groups and TikTok as well. There's a lot of people, when their accounts dry out, they bring drama. Yeah, I mean, the but, group... But with groups, there's such argumentative. The group was fun doing all comedy videos and there was really good creators in there and everyone was like a lot bigger than I was. So I was quite like happy to be in this group. But it was just like the talking every day. We just ended up clashing. So I'm not used to... Yeah, I know what you mean. And I, I know what you mean, Stan. So say <clears> you're <throat> busy one morning, you've missed a whole conversation and then... You jump in, you feel like what's going on, and then some people are like, "Well, why, why have you not been chatting for a few days?" And you feel like, "Well, because I've been busy, because maybe I've not wanted to." Yeah. You feel like you're obliged to, and you feel pressured into certain things. I'm not a big fan of groups. I don't. I, I've got groups myself. I've got TikTok groups, but a lot of the time, I'm not always in them talking. I'm not really listening either. Sometimes you just got better shit to do. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you haven't got time to do it. That's what I found. Mate. I ain't really got time. But I'm like you. Talking all the time isn't fucking easy. Yeah. Can you trust? I can't trust many people either. Another thing that's quite funny is I posted a video before we come on here, and it was just a video. I thought it was a funny video, and I'm in grey joggers. And I didn't realise that I looked so quite bulgy. And I just posted it and everyone in the comments... Hey, he's not wrong with that, brother. But it's just all like old women. And I'm thinking, you lot are mental. The women on TikTok are mental. Mate, my ex, my ex has 
and said this said this to me. She goes, oh, you get a lot of attention. Now, my missus wouldn't like hearing this, but I've even said this. So you get a lot of attention off women. This may be when, before I brought Nicola onto my TikTok, because I'll be honest, when me and Nicola went through our thing and that, and I'll come onto TikTok, I was speaking to people and stuff like that. And, and I like the attention. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my attention was people used to say, oh, they're not good looking girls, they're all older women. I was like, yeah, I don't mind that. I don't want young, dumb, yummy, mummy, full of cummy fucking birds. I don't mind an old fucking, a bit of fucking, you know what I mean? So what? Yeah, There's nothing wrong with that. That's where we differ. I prefer a younger model. But I don't mind attention off anyone. <laughs> Even men. <laughs> I'm like the same. I'm the same. Maybe we could all prefer a younger model, but beggars can't be choosers. You know what I mean? I can't fucking... <laughs> I mean I, I mean, I go to the gym now, mate, and I look at my belly and I'm thinking, fuck. Like, I look at some of these young kids and I'm like, I got a fucking chance. I'm going to have to deal with the older ones. The older ones, I'm put up now if I was single. You know what I mean? The yeah. dad bod things help me out. This new dad bod here has helped me out. That's what girls always say to me. I'm, I, I love a guy with dad bod and I'm, I don't want a fucking dad bod. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I, mean? I don't want a dad bod. <laughs> I appreciate that you like that. I mean, <laughs> what is a dad bod, though? What is a dad bod? Where does the line drop? Because my dad bod's kind of big now. And it's like, do you really like the dad bod? Are you just saying that? And I've seen people share pictures of lads with dad bods on Facebook and stuff. I'm like, the guy is meaty, fucking proper, strong looking. He's got a tiny belly and you're like, I love a dad bod. And I'm like, yeah, mine's a lot worse than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I've lost weight from not drinking as much. Marcelo, I've, True, had, mate. I've been drinking for like four days, but before that, I haven't drunk for months. That's what you said before, Stan, wasn't it? It's was like, yeah. Which I'll say to you is, a lot of lads in our. I mean, how old are you? Thirty-eight. I'm thirty-two. I had to think about that. Just similar age, and a lot of lads in that era got a very addictive personality. Where it would be me back in my day. I mean, still like, but back in my day I was worse. In my twenties, cocaine addict, addict drinking addict and I'm all on nothing if I want to save money if I want to save money I go on a diet I stop drinking I stop doing all this I stop doing all that and I do well I go to the gym I'm good the minute I start turning fat I start going to sniff I'm going to drink I start fucking spunking all my money and there's a lot of people people need to highlight to and I think I don't like I, I didn't I, when you said do this podcast and that I was like I like it because we're two normal lives we're not lads that are trying to be fucking fame hungry or talking. We've come from the fucking, I've come from the fucking street. Do you know what I mean? Where, look, I got accused of everything when I was in the army. Big drug dealer, I'm bringing drugs under camp, doing all this. And yeah, I did. And no one ever caught me. And I sniffed fucking loads. I dealt drugs, sniffed drugs, tried to live their fucking life. I lived a life where, it's the embarrassing life to look at it now when I'm 32. And I think I wanted to be that guy with a nice fucking brand mate. I just rock up with a brand new X5 on camp, knowing I was dealing half the lads on camp, sniff, knowing that they didn't know who it was that was dealing it. I'd go into nightclubs all the time. We used to fucking throw money about. That's it. if you're gonna if you're gonna do that lifestyle, if I could look back, it's a big regret I've got. I'd be like put your money away. I was living a fake life fake life and that's what some of the drugs do to you it's such a thing and you live in a a, it's a Walter Mitty life where you just 
think you're something you're not. And it caught up with me pretty quick because drugs, what does drugs do eventually? Catch up with you, creates a fucking paranoia. And, you know, I've turned away from it now. Do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be stupid. I still like the odd fucking little devil devil here, but I'm not one of them now. If I have a beer, I need to have a fucking sniff. But back in the day, mate, as soon as I have a beer, I needed a bag. I needed a, I needed a sniff. I needed it. I needed it. And then I'd be up for days, months. You know what I mean? I've not done drugs for about 15 years, probably. I used to do them every day. People like go out to a nightclub or take ecstasy or whatever. Me and my mates just used to sit in the front room and take ecstasy and just sit indoors and just do drugs all the fucking time. I remember being in right states. Like, um, I remember doing speed for like four days, not eating. And my mates were knocking at the door. And every time I stood up, I'd wake up on the floor, I'd just black out. And I had to literally crawl to the yeah. door because I just kept blacking out while sitting in the corner one with a fucking carrier bag around my ears. I'm in there and there. And I'm just like that with a carrier bag. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it gets me insane. In the army, mate, we used to we always have a sniff on the time. And there was a thing called a CDT, compulsory drugs test. Now, I used to work as a provo on camp. So it's like security. So you just all still listening. Those that's army will understand. And every time there's a drug test come in, I'd fire up to all the boys that I knew was on it. I'd say, my drug test, and I'd get everyone caught away. But we used to do this thing. You ever get the curtain twitches? We had one pound lad, really good footballer and everything. He couldn't be, if he got caught doing this, his career was over, which was like all of us. If you get caught doing it, you're out. But you remember you've been at a sesh. You always, some guy in the blinds just constantly, not on the first bag, like 3, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., be looking out the blinds saying, what are you doing? Constant curtain twitching. Yeah. And that's the kind of guy I turned into after at the end of my sniffing. It was like, I was brilliant. I was a happy, go talkative guy. I'd tell you anything, anything. I was the best mate to anybody. Best mate. But at the end of it, I got pretty paranoid and I was always curtain twitching. I was always paranoid. Oh, shit, my heart was racing. My fucking, and then go home and just fucking about 45 fucking wanks and, you know, just fucking <laughs> sweat me head off. And then, you know what I mean? And then, because I was so depressed about it, Stan, I was so depressed about it, I didn't want to come down. So I'd be like, right, I've got enough money because I was still selling it. Go back on it again, again. And then it just didn't really end. Every time I was on a come down, I want to get back on it. Until yeah. I remember fucking coming home one day, mate. I mean, Missy was like, you gotta go. You're fucking too horrendous. I a bit, mate, the chandelier is my front room in Stafford. I bit them down, I'm threatening misses. Then a fucking riot squad coming for me. And I got my brother coming, saved me, took me to my dad's. And that was the day I fucking decided. I've done too much, man. Too much sniff. Enough three or four day benders just constantly dropping an ounce, dropping an ounce. Sniff, yeah. sniff, sniff. Pure stuff. And the paranoia that, that what it was doing. I remember crying, mate. At 6 a.m. on a reload, getting more sniff, more cigs, changing my top to make outlook to people I was on a fresh, trying to find new people to sesh with. Like, You've been out for days. I'd be like, no, no, look, I've changed my top. I remember picking up bottles of whiskey at 6 a.m. And I was crying on the way, on the way back, and then dry out my face. And then as soon as I didn't have a line, it was all right again. But it had to be strong stuff. Because yeah. that's what that shit does to you, man. It's lethal. But you need another pick-me-up, and you the next hit. Yeah, with me, I've done so much. I just got sick of it in the end. I just stopped one day. I can't really remember. You do. You give up, don't you? It goes too long. 
I remember having a really fucking bad time. This guy used to keep drugs around this girl's house I used to go around and he had a bag full of drugs around there. And he used to say to me and this guy, if you ever want any drugs, take it out of the bag and put the money in the bag. So we yeah. used to take these all the time. So we took about 10 E's throughout the night each. Um, like double drop and then double drops. So we really fucked. We got to like five in the morning and went in this bag and he had all these little LSD tabs. You know, the little tiny yeah. transfer things. And I was really fucking off my head. And we ended up ripping it in half. And I took off and my mate took off. And then and then after about an hour, I just went absolutely fucking loopy on this acid. I didn't know who I was, where I was, what the fuck was going on. If I would have had a gun, I would have blown my brains out to get out of this trip. Yeah, man. I was really, really, really fucking bad. And eventually it wore off. And I felt like I was born again. I felt so lucky to be alive. I was going to fucking die. Yeah. And the next day, this drug dealer was ringing up going mental at me because we had took a book of acids and there was loads of tiny little squares and we yeah. thought there was one big square. And I took it's loads. Like a fucking half strip. <laughs> I've never taken it before. I took fucking about six of them or something. Yeah. Mate, do you know why you say that? It was quite weird. She brought me back, but I fucking shivers on my spine. I remember I was on a sash once and then I never tried cat. Yeah. And then these people, you know, who's your meal, real mates, and those you're not. Because I, I was saying, I wasn't sure. I had one person with me who was going, but mate, if you're not sure, do a little bit. But if you go too much on it, you'll trip. And I said, yeah, no, fuck it, I want it. And then they had other people going, yeah, just fucking have all this, have all this. And I was thinking, now I look back, I think you're a wanker. You you wasn't really fucking, you wouldn't do that to your mate, would you? Whether you're off your head or not. Look, so I ended up fucking having this big zoomer of fucking um, cat. And all of a sudden, mate, I ripped my pants down. And I started doing helicopter. Started to cock out everything. This party for on the run. I went from that mood, then I had more. And then um, I heard a story about a fucking drug dealer coming round. Uh, someone tried robbing the drugs out of the house from months ago. And I picked up a kitchen there. I said, where does he live? And he said, 24. So I'm going to kill him. And I kept saying in my head, when I kill someone, you can get 26 years for murder, whatever it is. But in my head, I had somebody pull me back. In my head, I was going to go kill that person because of the because of the drugs, not because of me. Yeah. And then when I woke up the next day, as you said, when I woke up the next day, I was so happy. I remember I remember saying to my missus, "said what, what's going on?" She was like, "Well, weird stories, weird stories." But I said, have I, have I killed anyone? Have I done something?" She's like, "No, no, no, no." Everyone just said you're a fucking wreckhead. And I was so relieved that I didn't do anything like that yeah. because I was lucky not to be alive, but lucky that I didn't go and fucking do someone in. At that time, that split moment, when you're on that high, I was going to somebody to go and do serious damage. And like you say, if you put a bullet in your head, you would have. Because that's what it makes you think. And you can see why people jump off bridges. You can see why people do mad things when they're on high. Because yeah. you don't think with your senses, you think with the drugs. Yeah, That's what these kids need to think about, man. Yeah, definitely. And I remember trying to sleep for days after. And you know when you're on a roller coaster and you, you go up the roller coaster and you drop down and you feel that yeah. every time I was trying to go to sleep, I'd feel that I was going down and I yeah. I wake up and I couldn't sleep. And I was so tired. Yeah. But every time I shut my eyes, it felt like I was on a roller coaster going down and I fucking bats flying at me. I was in the right fucking state. And I think after years of you know when you have so many come downs and then the fall or the smell yeah. of it. You look at it and you're like <sighs> gagging at the smell. Mate, do you ever have fat? 
Yeah, I used to sell. I used to be addicted to FET, and I shouldn't say this, but when I first started truck driving, I was driving wagons. Well, I might have been high on FET, just for the record, because I was addicted to it. I was scared. I didn't like the... After the army, I put a lot of weight on. I didn't like the person I was when I was fat. So I needed a quick fix, and everyone said, go on FET, T5s, then FET. So I took FET, and it was the clay. It's like clay, and you get powder form, you get rock form. Yeah, and I used to swig it with the. Do you ever seen the bubblegum pop, fizzy pops like blue bubblegum from yeah. Spa? And I used to swig it with that. If you ever put that bubblegum stuff in front of me now, I get the smell, the instant smell of what fat smells like. Yeah, and I get an automatic sick, a sick feeling. You get it. I used to get it out of the fridge or the freezer, put a bit in, bomb it, and I'd be up. But I, do you know why I didn't? I took it for weight loss at first. Do you know yeah. why I ended up taking it? Because it made me happy. I wanted to listen to perfect music and I was talking to people on the phone all day. I was happy. And when I wasn't on it, I wasn't happy. Yeah. I lost my teeth to it. I lost my teeth to it there. Crack. Yeah. My back is there because it takes your teeth away. And I was so happy on it that I was too happy. So when I wasn't on it, I was like, I need to get back on that quick. I need to get back on it. I need that level. I need that level quick with a good music. Or if I've not got good music, I need to speak to someone about something and talk to them for hours. Yeah. And that was day to day, Monday to Friday. Yeah, and I, I did used to take it a lot, to be fair. And you used to put it in a Rizla and bomb yeah, it. Yeah, bomb it. And then, yeah. you know, have you ever done it and it's opened in, <laughs> in your mouth, in the back of your throat? Well, I used, All the I used to take it. That. Yeah, no, mate, I used to take it without the Rizla. I used to whack it like that, but then put it in my mouth, let it fizz, and then bomb it with a fucking thing oh. because I used to cut, cut about with an eight ball of it. My dad used to inject it. Inject speed every day, which I've never it's seen. It's a lethal. At first, you think it's all right, it makes you happy, but it's a lethal. That's a lethal drug. You just can't eat on it, can you? Really, you can't sleep. No, that's why. That's why I wanted the weight loss. I dropped yeah. fucking three stone on it. Couldn't eat on it, but then I got paranoid on this. I wanted to wank all night. I just sleep in my truck and just couldn't sleep. I just wanted to knock one out. And chat to every bird in the world. Yeah. Now, it, no, but that's what it, that's some of it does. It's yeah. Some of it does. Drugs do that. Mate. It's like sniff. And the next day, I'm just, mate, fucking hard. I could shag 64,000 fucking times the next day of the sniff. On the night of it, I can't get it up for fucking love, no money. But um, unless I have a fucking blue pill. You know what I mean? But I think the best drug is probably something like MDMA. Oh, yeah. Already strong fucking ecstasies over it. That's gonna be the love drug. Yeah, I love drug. But my, I had an ex that used a proper rave head, and she used to take me to raves. And I'm not already that outgoing. I'm quite shy and quiet. Yeah. And people never believe yeah. me because they see my videos, especially when I talk to girls. I'm like, if I meet you, I'll be quite shy and quiet. And they're like, yeah. no, you won't. They think that I'm gonna jump off. The- across the table and grab him by the arse and those bollocks. And I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like that in real life. I'm all right hiding behind my phone. I've had a drink. Because you can be yourself a bit though, isn't it? That's what I mean. That's why drinks like for me. You should go back to an early age where I was like 14, 15, meet up a girl. I used to rob my mum's vodka at 13, 14. There's a meet up a girl after school. And so I remember I used to rob my mum's vodka and take swigs of it, do shots of vodka, three or four shots and meet up with a girl. So I need the confidence. And that's why I sometimes TikTok behind a camera. It wasn't the same. I'm awkward around people myself. I'm awkward. I'm agitated. 
And it's like alcohol settled me really badly. And then cocaine settled me even better. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I was young, I people think gone. People think that all these I know people with normal lives with perfect lives that sit and laugh at people or disgrace people that take drugs and that drink. But sometimes you need that to calm you down, to bring you to that normality. And yeah. people don't realise that. And they think, I can't be normal without it. Yeah. No. That's when, when I used to, when I was young, I always used to be like fighting in pubs and stuff like that. Not that I'm a particularly good fighter, but I'd, it would always end in tears. If I was going out drinking, it would end in tears at the end of the night somehow. Yeah. Um, because I do have mental health problems. So obviously my brain's not normal normally so when i have drink it doesn't really help and it and i was young yeah, it's red brings up flag, it? i was a bit immature probably as well and it would always end in tears at the end of the fucking night and i used to have to go to the station yeah. and get arrested and stuff and like the authorities always say why do you drink why do you think you drink and i was like i don't know and i never knew yeah. until like recently where i stopped for a year and now i know why i drink because it just I get quite stressed and anxious and worried about things. And if I drink, yeah. I don't give a shit. I don't care. And I'm not feeling like that. No, but it's done, mate. And honest to God, mate, you're speaking the things I speak for. Like, the, if you have an issue, my army career didn't end well, mm. like we spoke before. And I know a lot of people didn't want to be friends with me and stuff like that. But because I was... The drink used to take things... It's a it's a numb. It's a, it, it gives you numbness. It's a medicine. Although people sit there and go, "Well, oh, it's not the you should deal and end all." Sit there all day. So I have Friday night when I got problems. I'm not going to sit there. I'm going to get angry. Like I said before, I bite my fucking hands. I get fucking angry. If I find a drink, it calms me down. It's a cure for my boredom. It's a cure for everything. Now, as much as people sit there and go, "Yeah, go and talk to somebody. It might be good." No, it ain't going to help me. Yeah. I like to drink, and I don't think. I will ever change. I've calmed down. I don't think I'll ever change. I don't want to be at all boring. Like, to me, it's like quit alcohol forever. No, I need these little moments. Like with you, you said you can quit when you're all or nothing, I think, Sam, from what I've said before. I think you're all or nothing. If you quit alcohol, you quit for a period of time. You don't quit for four days. Like me, I'll quit for like 10, 15 days at max. You'll quit for a year. If you go and do a bender, you ain't doing a one-night bender, you're doing a six-day bender because you're all or nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's a sign people need to, don't need to realise as well. Like, that everyone, day-to-day -day life, they don't understand that. When they sit there and take the piss, they'll think, oh, just do it like this. And this is why mental health doesn't get helped so much because the people in charge haven't gone through it. These things help. That's what I've said. I thought I'm happy to do it because you and me speak to each other. Not, we're not going to help each other. We might not help each other, but we can just fucking talk about it. But you talk to it about a, to a shrink who's had a perfect life, who's had a nice upbringing, who's passed a college course in university. Mm. That ain't going to help. That ain't going to help. Nothing's going to help. But at least speak to somebody. If you at least speak to somebody who's on the same fucking level, rather than I, I, if I, amount of times I've been told go speak to someone about my cocaine addictions in the past. I don't want to be in front of a doctor. I was in the army. I remember being in DSTC Donington in the mental, a soldier's mental health there. And the guy speaking to me about stuff like this. And I was looking him point blank in the eye and he's going, what's the problem? And I was thinking, 
I am not about to tell you my problems because you ain't got the fucking scoobiest ideas. Because the minute you rock back in your Range Rover, go back to your nice semi-detached house and your life isn't mine. Your life isn't mine. Your life's never been like mine. I'm not about to, because you'll think of me as a failure. I'd rather tell people who's on my wavelength. Not that we're the failures, but we just, I don't, do you know what I mean? We, yeah. we both come from it. We both come from it. And we both know that, we both know we're not failures, but I don't want people thinking I'm a failure. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Some doctors, they might be good at certain things, but this is why people say there needs to be more health and mental health. Fund the NHS better for men's mental health. Nah, man. Just fucking get out there and speak, but speak to the right people. Maybe speak to people that maybe, maybe if the fucking com- maybe maybe the government just funded a load of people that's had issues that have come out better to come and speak to you. Because I can I know for a fact I could help coke addicts. Yeah. Whether they get them off it, but I give them more help than what a doctor does. 100%. Yeah. And I reckon you could do the same. Million percent. Yeah. What's the doctor gonna do? What's the doctor gonna do? Get, prescribe you uh, medicine that gets you feel a bit so you feel good about yourself. So, oh yeah, I feel good now. I'm I'm chilled a bit now. I'm gonna go to sleep. Gonna do this medicine. Get myself. Put myself to sleep. Give me medicine and put me to sleep. It's not helping you, is it? Uh, it's just fucking silencing you. So have you took antidepressants and all that? No, I was given them. I was given them in the army. Not now, I used to. I was given everything when I was in um oh shit. I was got sent to DSTC Donington um 2014. The army sent me there. Um and I was given everything I was told, this pill, that pill, that pill, this pill. And I wanted to be out of work. I was off for fucking six months and I got shit for it, Stan. Because during it, when I was off work for six months, I went on holiday. So all the people in the army, I come, mate, I come from doing top field soldier, was very good in my regiment in Germany. To come back here, I went through some shit. I was fine hiring drugs and stuff like that. And I just hit a black wall. And like one day, um, I tried to take my own life. And I, I hate saying, hate saying that, I hate saying that. Um, and I was in an ambulance, I blacked out. As in Stoke Hospital, and I got DSTC, Dunton, um, and then I had six months out of work, and then a month I was a bit better, um, and I went on holiday, and then all my bosses in the army was going, oh, "He's fucking blagging pricking, he's a blagging bastard, he's a waster," but it wasn't the case. Like I, I was just in a stupid situation, and I hated what they were saying about me. And if I want to go on holiday, I want to go on holiday. Doesn't mean I don't think I'm depressed or was depressed. I just took so much fucking drugs and so much. I just hit a wall, mate. I just hit a fucking wall. And at the time, I was at the wrong time. I split up my missus. I had people snaking behind my back, trying to fire up my missus. And I just thought at the time, the easiest thing was to do pop my own fucking head. Yeah. That's it. At the time, mate, what did you do? Like you said before, when you're on the influence and then I got saved. And then, but I hate this because I see so many podcasts, so many people will go, I tried to take my own life. At that minute, trust me, God, at that minute, I was gone. I don't even sit there and think now, 
oh, I wish, I'm so glad that that person saved me. Stuff. I don't think that. I don't, because at that time, that was me. I was going to be giving a fuck. I didn't give a fuck about anybody. My kids, nothing, nobody. I didn't give a fuck. I hate, hated everybody. Hated everybody. The world turned against me, but I didn't, I, I lost feeling for everyone as well. I yeah. didn't even care about anybody fucking fighting. I don't know. I just lost, mate. Lost. I was a young kid and lost. And I think when I was suicidal, which a lot of people don't understand, is like if people will say it's selfish to kill yourself, but people don't understand that sometimes you feel like if you kill yourself, you're doing everyone a favour. Everyone would be better off without you and you you get to feel like that's that. that's the same thing I that's the same thing I thought. That's how the I was would be I generally easier. thought that people would be better off without me. And that'll be doing them a favour. That's exactly how I felt stand at the time, mate. At the time when you get told, even at the time, mate, I love my message to pieces. But because of the actions I was doing, I was getting told, oh, it's just it's just shit with you around. It's better off about you. And then the stories you hear of people, the alcohol. I, you know me with my jailhouse talks. I know it's just, I'm, over, I'm a laugher, a joke. I smile to everybody. But you know, people I've known that's killed themselves are the ones that I like that stand. Do you know what I mean? Not the ones that, like, I don't want to say to people, the ones that do TikToks and go, I tried to kill myself. I did this. I tried to come. And they do videos about it. That fucks me off, Sam. That fucks me off. I tried to kill myself 10 times last week. You know, that, I can't stand that because I'm embarrassed, mate. No, but you're the only person I've said that to. The only person, maybe because we're deep into chat and I can trust it and, to me, it doesn't feel like a live, you know. Yeah. But that I'm not proud of it. But I think today's society is, I can't wait to say that because it's its popular to be to be upset. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not, look, I'm better, way better now. You know, I realised the reason why I got there was because of the actions I took on the way. I took alcohol. I took too many drugs. I fucked with the wrong people. I, I, I played devil's advocate. And then I thought, I was doing this whilst in the army. I thought, I'd get away with everything. And then when I didn't like it, I took too many drugs one night. And then bam, thing happened. And then once it happened, it was a build-up. Once it happened after that, I was like, whoa, we're better, better now. Now, yes, after the army and stuff, I still took way more and more drugs. But it wasn't until that time when I said to you, I fucking you bit the chandeliers and fucking the fucking riot squad went after me. <laughs> the, the catalyst behind it is how you live your lifestyle. Yeah. I think, for me. And, and how you have the people around you. If you get good people around you, not people that want, the one thing that people need to mistake is, a lot of people invest themselves in TikTok as well. How you feeling? How you feeling? Talk to me. That doesn't help. I want somebody... This is why I like Daryl. I don't want to say the truth about thing about this guy with because I can't say his name. This is why I need Daryl as a good friend. Because one time I was really down and he rang me. And look when the thing I said to you before, I told him I was coming on a podcast for you. Yeah. You know when you said before, he, he didn't never mention that to me. I'm kids' lives about your shit with him. Because you know what? He's quite he's quite nice. Yeah. In his own way. He's invested in people because when he sees bad, he sees bad. Maybe he might have had that in his life. When he senses bad, he wants it and he wants to be proved right. 
He wants to be proved right. He don't want popularity. The one time that he, he fucking helped me, my missus always said there, thank you very much. So I owe my beer. But I put it down to who you hang about with. And there's a lot of people that invest themselves in you because they want to know gossip. Yeah. But I think a lot of his down to mate, for me, was drugs. Stupid mates. Trying to be someone I wasn't. And then it all hit high. They want to hit that high and realise, well, hang on, you ain't that fucking man. Yeah. Reality, depression, sadness. Fuck it, fuck you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. I'm not asked. And then you don't want me around, you don't want me around. I'll be better off about you. Fuck it, I'll go do myself. I'm not asked. Come watch me dead. Come watch my dead body. Yeah. Not that I did. Do you know what I mean? That's the pain I felt, mate. I know it sounds brutal. See these people that sit there saying, oh, yeah, I tried to do this. Maybe they should come and watch uh, us chat like this and see what it was really like in the deeps of the moment, to the deeps of the moment where you really wanted to. Not because I was going to do it, but I knew you was there. You would save me. To the moment, you know it's done. To that moment, you knew right there. The only reason you're alive is because of a miracle. I'm only alive because of a miracle. But I'm not asked. I'm grateful. But at the time, I wasn't asked. So I'm still not asked. It's weird. Yeah. At that time, no one could change it. That pain and the feeling of emptiness. I'm grateful I'm still here, but I'm not asked. It's weird because I was so not asked at that time. Yeah, no, man. I, I'm not. Are you sick of people coming on here, doing podcasts and saying, "I tried to do this. I tried to do that. I tried to do it." Listen, I tried it once or twice, whatever. But I'm sick of people going, "I've tried it hundreds of times, hundreds of times." And stuff. It's a cry for help to some people, yeah. and get help. But I think there's so many people stand. I don't want to be the. I'm sorry I'm talking too much here, but I, I also think there's so many people that use this as a fashion statement. Yeah, 100%. So I, said, uh, I think some people use it as a fashion statement to be popular, to be, people feel sorry for me, please gift me. This is why I like doing it like this. So when I have to read comments, so people go, oh, we're here for you, mate. Fuck off. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I, mean. I mean. Everyone's got depression. Everyone's got bipolar. Everyone's a bit ADHD and all this bollocks. Exactly, man. I've been diagnosed with those things and you're just fucking saying it because you fucking had a can of Coke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly, man. Listen, I'd agree with you. I agree with you. There's so many people that have come on this app, TikTok as well, because we talk about TikTok. How can I get people to like me? I'm this. I'm a psycho bitch. That's the next best thing. Yeah. You know, maybe people don't realize if you, you've been diagnosed with it, you don't want to see people saying, I'm this, I'm that, because you might have that and you might be in person. That's insecure to yourself or that's to yourself. You might not want to talk about it. You might not want to do a bubbly video about it. Whereas you see people going, I'm this and I'm proud and I'm this. And like, I bet you can see eight in ten of them people ain't even fucking got it. Yeah. They're bullshitters. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I've got um I've got people trying to WhatsApp. I've 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 been I've been doomed to go on to TikTok Live. I was gonna say it's been an impression of manly. It's been two hours now. We can always chat on the live if you want. 
can come off of there. At the yeah, side. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on my live anyway. Brother, brother, Stan. Yes. This we said it was gonna be half an hour to an hour tops. We've uh, smoked good, man. And this doesn't even we've not even hit the root. Like this is a good thing, man. I'm I'm glad we've done it, you and me, man. Because if we got Ricky on, you and me, <laughs> we wouldn't even have said a word. Well, like I said, I said to Ricky and Liam, it's good because I want to get the same people on all the time. Whereas my other one was just, yeah. I've done that person onto the next person, done that person onto the next person. I'd like to get everyone yeah. coming back all the time. Maybe me, you and Liam or all four of us. If we can man, sweet, sweet, man, sweet. But um, yeah, every time you go live, I always try and get your attention. It's just way busy in there. You never see me. But, but. I'm on my fourth profile now. Nobody likes me anymore because my profile's a fan. So, but you're a big timer. Uh, you know I love you, Stan. I love Always have. And I love Lauren Tucker. Leave up. <laughs> She's got Put that on. Put it on. I'm not asked. Fucking hell. My boyfriend doesn't like me. Well, I don't blame him. Look at me. Wait, I've not spoken to her since she's got a boyfriend. It's one of those things, you know what I mean? Like when Oh, yeah. Listen, I've gone... I've, um, I've gone on a live and she's talking to you but she's whispering and her fellas come is that that truck of G she's like no no like you're damn right <laughs> I've only ever been you just go around there Stan I've only been friends with her I've never like been anything more than friends she's a lovely girl though isn't she yeah that's another one like I used to love Misfits and Kelly from in Misfits was my favourite character and it was another I never even watched it I'm, I knew about a brother being famous I didn't really know much about her, but we knew we should go and gate crash her house while she having a date night with a fella. Throw him out and we'll just pie with her. Well, I'm still trying to fucking move there, aren't I? Well, not there, but in the Midlands, Leicestershire. It could be about an hour from her. Well, why don't you fucking... Do you know what, Stan? I, I don't... You probably won't want it. But I'm sick of all these people on this app raising money for this charity, that charity. Why don't we just fucking... Everybody just fucking do a fucking big gig once and just say, right, get Stan up there. We'll fucking put a deposit down for you. So, like, yeah, I know you're probably like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want it. I don't want it. But well, I'm sick of raising money for cancer research that some fucking massive CEO is going to take 80% off. Man. A few people have said that to me and I was like, well, I wouldn't do that myself. <laughs> it's like, you can go and make one. Well, no, listen, I'll sort <laughs> it. I'll sort it. Uh, I'll leave it to you. Listen, man, it's you to be, it's you to be with your boy, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's fucking hard, mate. And everyone loves the videos. It's you and your boy, man. You've got a beautiful relationship. And and I, I'd like... That's a short-term thing. I wanted people to get gifted on here for short-term things. Um, yeah. And something like that. Imagine that. Oh, we've all got together. Stan's in his happy house. Stan's happier. Stan's videos are becoming fucking... He, he can vlog better with his son. Yeah. You know, it'd be a beautiful thing. And guess what? You won't be fucking six hours away from me. You'd be two hours away from me. And instead of driving to Derby Chad Racecourse to beat up midgets from Derby, bash, 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 I can come and cuddle a man like Stan. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. Do you want to duel on the live? Are you, what are you doing on the live? Well, well, apparently I'm going with, um, with Daryl and I'm doing a manly impression. Okay. Well, I can pop so on. when I go in, when I go in, I'll probably be in the comments for a bit. So pop in. And I'll be Trucker G04. So I'm on I'm on Trucker G04 at the moment because my other three profiles are on their ass. Oh, man. I need to stick in a piss first. Let's talk again anyway on here. Much love. I got your number, brother. It's been beautiful. Cheers, man. Take care.